Well, good evening, Sir Paul's. It's my privilege to share God's word with you this evening and just to um, say a big congratulations to Dave and Kate uh, on the birth of Orla. Uh, God bless you both. Uh, enjoy this time, uh, as I know you will. Um, just a great thing for the church and for you personally, so God bless you. Uh, a big shout out to my big friend Calv as well. Well, Calvin, bless you, mate, and all that you're doing. I've um, got so many great connections with St. Paul's. And um, Dave asked me just to share a word uh, with you to uh, just encourage you. And I was delighted to take up that challenge because I think that we all really need to hear from God in this time. And I just want to encourage your heart that you can actually hear for yourself. Uh, we are not of the persuasion that you have to go through a priest to hear the voice of God or to hear him whispering to your ear. Uh, but we have that wonderful privilege of all being able to hear God speak to us. And so my text for this evening is just a very simple one. My sheep hear my voice. My sheep hear my voice. You know, in all relationships, uh, there has to be a level of communication. You, you know, if you, you're married, uh, a good marriage is based on good communication. If you've got a great relationship with your children, it's because you talk to them and you understand what they're all about. And um, I, I can't conceive of a relationship with God without that kind of two-way communication where he speaks to me and I speak to him. I think it's incredibly important that as Christians that we just understand that God is a heart to commune with us. Right from the beginning in the book of Genesis, you see as Jesus uh, and the Holy Spirit and the Father come down and, and Adam's in, in, in their garden, they walk with him in the cool of the day and they commune with him and they, they want fellowship with him, they want friendship with him, they want to talk to him and um, have that level of relationship that's why god created uh, man and woman because he wanted a relationship with them and so we see right from the beginning there's this dialogue going on unfortunately for many of us as christians we've turned that into a bit of a monologue so our prayer life is pretty much running in to god with a big list of can you help me with i've been a real problem a sticky situation could you help me out and yet most of the time, God is hungry just to have that conversation with us, you know, that chat, that daily dialogue, so that we speak to him about our concerns, but more so he speaks back to us and he touches our hearts and touches our lives. And I think that's incredibly important as the starting place for this little message for you this evening, is that you understand that God wants to speak to you and he wants you to open your ears and to receive everything that he's got for you and we can have all of that as a privilege as the sons and daughters of the living god this is the way uh, the bible puts it when he talks about us uh, we have a relationship with god because he calls us his sons and his daughters doesn't he go and have a look through the bible how many times he uses that phrase about his people my sons and my daughters think about um, the times that he, he calls us friends. Jesus says, I no longer call you servants, but I, I call you friends. And obviously in the context of Jesus and the church, he calls us his bride. So think about all of those three types of relationships. Sons and daughters, it means he's our father, it means he's our dad, we can chat to him. We're, we're his children and he loves us and he wants that conversation. Um, we're, his, we're his bride as well. 
you just imagine you know you're in love with somebody and she becomes your wonderful wife on that on that wonderful wedding day she's your bride and, and you know I, I remember sitting uh, you know at our top table and sitting next to Claire and we were talking and we could see all our friends were invited and it was just such a wonderful time um, she was my bride and uh, I wanted to talk to her and she wanted to talk to me and we were just enjoying the moment and um, but I think one of the most beautiful things Jesus says about us is that we're no longer servants but we're, we're his friends so wherever you find yourself today I want to tell you that God wants to speak to you because he has a relationship with you if he doesn't have a relationship with you then you need to come to Christ that's quite clear you need to surrender your life over to him and ask him to come in but if you know Jesus as your Lord and Saviour you have this wonderful privilege right now of hearing his voice now many people get confused with hearing the voice of God they somehow suggest that it's a difficult thing but if you spend time with God you will get to know what his voice sounds like now not recently but some while ago as I used to travel up and down the country with my job and stay away many nights uh, obviously after my evening meal I would pick up the phone and, and speak to Claire and um, when she answered the phone she never used to say who is this because she knew my voice the second that I said hi or hello how are you doing she knew that it was me because just in that brief split second there was a recognition of my voice now if you want to hear God you need to spend time listening to God and it's quite simple it really is quite simple and I know some of the people have confused this and, and we start to use words like prophetic and people start to get really concerned and how, how, how does that work then in my life you know I I'm not that kind of Christian I'm just a humble little servant of the Lord well listen he no longer calls you a servant he calls you his friend and he wants to speak to you and I was just thinking about what I could say to you really this evening in terms of that and there's there's a few things that I want to say because I believe many of you have heard the voice of God over many years and almost just kind of took it for granted or didn't quite clock the fact that it was God that was doing that it was just something that you felt was just part of your Christian walk so let me just make it really simple for you again this evening some of you have had a prod from God haven't you over your Christian walk there's been a time where you felt that the finger of God just go upon your heart and upon your life and you felt compelled to do something you felt compelled to ring somebody or make a change or do something that you've never intended to do and, and you knew it was the work of the Holy Spirit well that's God speaking to you sometimes he doesn't need to use words does he you know when my kids were little and they were playing up I'd only have to give them a look and they knew that they were in the wrong and sometimes we just need sometimes the father sometimes just prods us or he gives us that look and we just know that he's wanting to do something in us communicate something to us there's been other times as well I know and this would be true of all of us even though we would say oh I'm not a prophetic person I don't hear God's voice well how about the times you've taken your Bible and you've opened it up and you've read the scriptures and those scriptures have made so much sense to you in that moment you might have read a chapter or a few verses a thousand times before but this time when you read that portion of scripture all of a sudden it becomes something that's just so different so powerful it suddenly doesn't become a story about the disciples anymore it actually becomes something that's pertinent to you as an individual I love it when that happens when God takes his word and he just it becomes alive in that moment and in that moment God speaks to something very specific and very special aren't you glad that you serve a God that speaks to us
We don't come to a God of stone or wood this evening, but we come to a God that wants to talk to us and communicate with us. So there's been times when we've opened the scriptures and it's become alive. That's God speaking to you. Well, you might be sitting there thinking, well, that was just me reading my Bible. Yeah, it was you reading your Bible. Then what happened is the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God that lives on the inside of you, connected with the Word of God. And God spoke very clearly. He used the words on the page to actually bring a transformational word to your life. And I think we've all been there in many ways, shapes or forms. So I encourage you to read your word regularly and to allow the Holy Spirit to reveal things to you. I guess as well, uh, we love preaching, don't we? Uh, I know St Paul's has been a great church for preaching throughout the years. And I want to say thank you for the, all the times you've um, let me stand in your pulpit and share God's word. It's been an honour and a privilege. But every time a man or woman of God comes and opens the scriptures to us, we have uh, an ability then to hear God's voice afresh, don't we? Again, because God puts his anointing upon his word, and it's no longer just writing on a page or stories in a book. It becomes the supernatural voice of God into our hearts and into our lives. And I think this is very, very important. Preaching is just more than oratory. Uh, what I'm doing to you, what I'm saying to you right now, is these are just not words that, you know, I'm just not vlogging. I'm not Mrs. Inch, and I'm going to get my dust out in a minute and tell you how to clean your cooker and all that kind of stuff. Um, anybody that knows me knows that's just not me. I'm not going to tell you how to take your car engine to pieces. This is not a, a YouTube vlog. This is me communicating the very heart of God through that kind of me studying God's word and then under the anointing of his spirit right now, communicating it right into your home. Isn't that wonderful? And so when somebody comes to preach, make sure you, you get your ears open. Get ready. And preachers actually get ready to say what you didn't intend to say. There's like so many times people have come to me and said, Steve, I've got so much out of that two sentences you said during your sermon. And, that, and I, I kind of smile to myself because during my, my preparation time, those words weren't even in my notes or even in my thoughts. But as I preached, something began to flow of the anointing of God's spirit. And I began to communicate something of God uh, in a way that I hadn't intended to. So hopefully tonight as I'm preaching to you, God is again just revealing himself in a fresh way. So you might have had a prod from God. You may well have had a word as you've opened the Bible. And thirdly, you might have heard God speak through preaching. And we should hear God speak through preaching. That's what it's there for. To encourage us and to build us up uh, as the people of God. And fourthly, we've called it prophecy or a prophetic gift. It may be that somebody individually, and again, Somebody like me who, who uses that gift quite regularly, quite happy to walk around and put my hands on people's heads and say, I believe the Lord is saying to you, I give you something that comes very much from the heart of God. And I just want to encourage you, whichever way, to keep on having ears that are open to the Spirit of God. It's really, really important that we foster this relationship with the God of heaven. That's what he's brought us into. And um, in all of these things, I think we need to bear something in mind. and I've just put this in my notes. Whatever we do in terms of hearing for God, for ourselves or for other people, we need it covered in love. When Jesus was questioned about the two greatest commandments, he said to love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your mind and all your soul and all your strength. And also to love your neighbour as you love yourself. He said these are the two greatest commandments. And then there's that wonderful set of scriptures that we always read at weddings, which really have got nothing to do with weddings at all, but everything to do with the operation of the supernatural gifts of the Spirit 
in 1 Corinthians 13. And, and Paul, as he is teaching the church to hear God's voice, and I'll read you a scripture in a moment. In fact, I'll read that scripture to you now. Let me just move my notes up a second. He, he, Paul says this. He says, um, let love be your highest goal, but you should also desire the special abilities the Spirit gives, especially this, the gift of prophecy. Let love be your highest goal, but you should desire the special abilities the Spirit gives, especially the ability to prophesy. What Paul is saying is it's our privilege and honour to hear God's voice for ourselves, but then we should equally desire to hear it for other people as well. So in a love relationship with God, when we love him with all of our hearts, minds, souls and strength, there should be that ongoing talking dialogue. And the more we spend with God, the more we hear his voice. Also, when we spend time with God, we should start to love him more. But because of our love for him, we should start to love other people more, which drives us to this position of wanting to hear God for them as well. Um, if you get a chance, you don't have to, but there's, if you come to Sergi Community Church uh, Facebook page, look under videos. I've done a whole session on this called School of the Prophets with Maggie Gill. Some of you all know Maggie. Um, spoke to Maggie at length. I think we're on session six coming up this Monday. We, we didn't to do about eight in the series, but it, it's all about hearing God's voice and using the spiritual gifts. But the whole essence of what we've talked about week after week after week is you do this in love. When you hear God's voice for yourself, obviously that's for you. And then we, we, we're able to take that and apply it. When you're hearing God's voice for somebody else, you must do it with a heart of compassion and love towards that person. You know, we're not here to pull people down. We're here to build people up. And um, I, d I don't like people going, oh, the Lord told me to tell you this uh, with some kind of aggressive tone. Listen, always share with a heart of humility. I believe the Lord told me to tell you this. And if it's not right, then that's okay, dismiss it. But I believe the Holy Spirit has whispered something. And that, that word will always be encouraging. It will always be a blessing. It will always build someone up. And so let me encourage you as a church and support to be those kind of people. Whether you view it as being a spiritual gift or whether you just view it as being downright encouragement, I don't think it really matters at this moment. We all need encouragement. Encouragement is the contraction of two English words, N courage to give courage and i don't know about you during this lockdown i've been encouraged by what people have said to me and sent me and what i've been watching on on uh, on the internet and as we get back into our churches as the days come as we're opened up which could be some months away still i guess let's go back with a spirit of encouragement to give each other courage to be stronger in our faith than we've ever been before we've been stripped of our buildings we haven't got a band to lead us in worship and the preacher's having to do it via his mobile phone. Well, that's that's good. We survived. We didn't die. In fact, for many of us, we've spent more time with God in his word and praying than we've ever done before. So I just really want to encourage you to give people encouragement. Let love be your highest goal. Listen to God for yourself. But make sure that you listen to God for other people as well that in their moments of darkness aren't you glad that sometimes when you've not been able to hear god for yourself somebody's come along and, and, and given you a word it's not always that we're deaf that we can't hear god sometimes situations cloud our way i'm just thinking about people maybe that are listening to me now and you've, you've been in, probably in a state of bereavement 
and there's the heavens might have felt like brass every time you pray that you don't get an answer could be that you're in a state of sickness at the moment and we all know sometimes when we're sick it's incredibly difficult sometimes to pray for ourselves and to hear god's voice while we're during that period of sickness that's why church we need to operate in the gifts of the spirit not only do we hear god for ourselves we hear god for other people so in a time where people are finding it very difficult to discern god's voice that we're there to encourage to give hope to bring faith and to strengthen each other hearing god always changes us hearing god should always bring encouragement to other people if he's not doing that it's not the right thing that's what paul says in one corinthians you know if i speak in the tongues of men and angels if i prophesy if i have all wisdom but i have not love it's just like a noisy clanging symbol like a big sounding gong it, 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 it's just a horrible tinny noise that means nothing to anybody so let me encourage you as a church we love you at st paul's we know god is doing some good things among you and we want you to be strengthened and the one thing i'm going to pray before i, I finish this evening is that god would strengthen you in hearing his voice not only for yourself but for other people and that would be part of the ongoing ministry of your church but definitely just summing up really now you really need to desire these things the bible says to eagerly desire these things they won't just fall out of heaven you don't have to hear god for yourself you don't have to hear god for other people you can stay as you are be contented with just turning up in church and being spoon-fed but i don't know about you i want to grow up in proper relationship i want to have a conversation with the bridegroom i want to have a conversation with my friend jesus i want to be his son and him hear my voice and i hear his voice there's a there's a verse i'm going to finish with which has been a bit of a watchword over my life personally over many years and it's from proverbs 14 and verse 4 it says this where there are no oxen the manger is empty but from the strength of an ox comes an abundant harvest what it's saying is those are great big ugly oxen great big fat ugly oxen they do a job they pull a plow but if you don't have any of them in the manger which is where they stop you don't get any mess there's no manure there's no straw that's trampled down you can have a really really clean manger without the ox but the ox brings great strength with it and i will say to you as a church you can live without the prophetic voice of god and have a very clean church a very orderly church a very liturgy driven church but if you want god then it's going to get a little bit messy if you want to hear god's voice for other people it's certainly going to get messy because it's going to require some steps of faith on your behalf so I just want to challenge you at St Paul's today that you would be bold and strong to listen to God's voice that you'd take time out to practice that one famous preacher I can't even remember his name talked about practicing the presence of God I think sometimes we need to do that and to get alone with God and just say God speak to me and uh, speak to me about me and speak to me about other people that you want me to encourage today give me the wisdom just like Jesus used to do before uh, his day began went up the mountain and would pray to his father and his father would reveal the plan for the day that's why jesus said i know i do everything that the father doesn't tell me to do or say anything he doesn't tell me to say so i'm our 20 minutes or so are up so i just want to pray for you as i leave you this evening and pray god's blessing over st paul's father i just want to thank you for the legacy of st paul's for all they have been involved in throughout the years thank you for dave and katie thank you for the leadership team there thank you for their commitment to helping the poor in germs of the food bank Thank you for their outreach into the community through their toddlers and other things that they do. 
And my prayer for them all this evening is that they would hear God's voice. As we open up from this lockdown, I pray that they'd get a word from you that would take them into a whole new season of your blessing. So I pray the blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son and Holy Spirit will rest and remain with you now and for always in Jesus' name. Amen. It's been my honour and privilege to speak to you and we'll catch up soon. God bless.